<laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing entertainment and media within the Asian community. Hope you guys enjoyed that. So <laughs> we're going to start talking about music within the Asian community. So how do you think Asians, how do you guys think that Asians have impacted the music industry? And how do you think the community has grown after a few, the past few years? Asians have been like very prominent lately in the media, um, especially in terms of K-pop and Olivia Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. She is half Filipino. Mm -hmm. Pinoy pride, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Asians have been definitely like getting themselves out there and people have been appreciating a lot more of like our music and everything. Yeah. Whether that be like, oh, if like they're Asian American or actually like from Asia, you know, like um, I was just thinking of like Asian YouTubers, like AJ Raphael, how he yeah. started his like career, like through YouTube, and like how he was so big, like in like 2010s and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and now like he's like getting married and everything, but his music is still like so good. Like I always listen to like She Was Mine or something. Yeah. Like in the car, <laughs> and I'm just singing along. Um, but now that I think about it. Alona Garcia is also getting pretty big because she just signed with 88 Rising. Yeah. Um, and she was already big in the Philippines because like she was on this like reality TV show. Mm -hmm. So she already gained the fame, but now she's gaining fame like overseas, which is really nice yeah. to see. Mm -hmm. I think what's also like pretty cool is like in terms of like TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. you, see, you get to know a lot of like those hidden artists that you don't hear about mm -hmm. um, through like that media platform, which you don't usually get from YouTube because in order to see those um, really talented people they need to have like a lot of subscribers and like th that whole kind of process but like you know sometimes how there's like videos that pop up like there's like a random person in the philippines who's like dancing so nice mm -hmm. or like sings so well like things like that you wouldn't see otherwise so i think also like having platforms like tiktok yeah has been like, super helpful of, like having exactly video go yeah. viral and stuff and like recently um habang buhay by zach mm -hmm. the budlo um, has been like going super like viral because yeah. everyone's been using it because it's like a whole like love song He's like just look me in the eyes. Don't look at anyone else oh, I love that song. <laughs> Can we life. not talk about romance? <laughs> yeah. It's good. yeah, and it's so crazy because like going off of what you said about like AJ Raphael like I feel like a lot of Filipinos know him but like um it was like a specific group of people that would like watch youtube mm -hmm. and stuff like that but now it's like any like asian person or like any person on tiktok has like heard a snippet of like that song mm -hmm. and it's like so crazy that like yeah what we have now can mm -hmm. like reach so many people at like one time and like the access to like hearing music by people who may not be as known is like so easy now yeah definitely and AJ Raphael is making his comeback because, like, his his videos be going viral on TikTok, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also interesting because, like, for Filipinos specifically, right, there's that stereotype that you're either good at singing, dancing, or something in the, uh, the creative uh, art forms. But rather than just being, like, generalized as, like, oh, Filipinos are talented at, like, singing or dancing or whatever, now, like, people know people's names. And people are actually like getting fame mm -hmm. from like what we said about like TikTok and how easy it is to like go viral and get recognized for your talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I also think like one thing that I've noticed is you know how like when a lot of 
Asian communities that come out with like dancing and singing, they assume they're like good because they've kind of reached some sort of like westernization, like it's reached their culture. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the times, let's say you look at like Korean fashion, right? Yeah. That was like in Korea before it was here, right? Exactly. And now like the things we're wearing is so similar to like Korean like fashion. Right. Fashion, like the way that we're wearing long coats now. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like That's been happening. Wear, like, yeah. But we assume it's like we're westernizing them and now they're becoming more like into the hip hop culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've been doing it and like other cultures as well, like Asian cultures and communities. Mm-hmm. I think that's like one thing we always kind of assume that it's like America influencing them. But in many ways, like a lot of our dance styles and everything is From is heavily influenced by other cultures. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because America is a melting pot. Period. So Period. Creating our own culture is really getting everyone else's culture <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah that like that like makes like a lot of sense because now like even with opm like opm used to be just generalized to like what was made in the 70s but now it's like regarding like all like filipino music mm-hmm. so it's like whether you're filipino american or like actually from the philippines like if you make music it's going to be considered opm yeah yeah I'm going to talk about that more at the GBM. I don't know. I forgot when it was. Subtle plug. It's in like, plug. It's in, like, it's in February. It's, just, yeah, it just, is in February. Just look out. Um, yeah, so going off on that, like, we already mentioned some names like Adria Raphael, Yolanda Garcia, and... Um, Yes, Zach Tabudlo. Um, but what are some other notable Asian artists that we should look out for? Plug them real quick. So my mom is obsessed with like Gary Vee. Oh, I, I love like, him. Not like the entrepreneur Gary Vee, like Gary Valenciano. Yes. He was such yes. a looker when he was younger. He <laughs> still a is a looker at 50 years old. Yeah. No, he's so. My mom was I'm like, Googling. Oh my God, he kissed me on the cheek. <gasps> no wow. way. It's like, okay, mom. Period. Um. I'm looking at my OPM playlist right now. Yen Constantino mm-hmm, is a big one. Mm-hmm. She's got a powerful voice. And then um, Charisse was pretty notable in the US. Yes, she was notable like everywhere. She went to like Korea yeah. and she was really big and like she was on one of the variety shows. Mm-hmm. And like she sang on them. That's really good. Yeah. Then there's also Sara Heronimo. Mm-hmm. She's pretty big. Um, did I put anyone else? Oh, Leia Salaka, obviously. Oh, yes. Classic. Classic. Oh, wait, who sings Blonde? Um, Juan Carlos. Yes, Juan Carlos. Yeah. Let me look through my Filipino book. Um, also, Morset Amon. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. She's so good. She's, is she like... So in like the Philippines, we have like what's called like beaded queens. I think it's called. I don't know if she's one of them, but it's like basically like a whole like it's kind of like you know like the divas like Beyonce, like oh, gotcha, like gotcha. um so, like Celine Dion, like you know like the whole like Mariah. Okay, it's like the mm. ones that can like sing like really high. They have like powerhouse Ooh, voices. Like I think, Mariah Carey. Yeah, like okay. I think we would consider her that of like the Philippines. She's Wait, what's her super name? good. Morset Amon. But um, yeah. Do we have any? Asian American artists that we should look out for. Eighty rising. Guys. Eighty eight rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, baby. Oh yeah. So hot. So hot. Oh, I do want to say, Sharice, I believe transitioned. Yes, so yeah. she did. She's known by is it Jake Cyrus. Jake Cyrus is Jake now Cyrus. his name. So yes. Okay. Also, um, if you guys know Rina Sawayama. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, love her. 
she oh my gosh she has done as of today she released a song with charlie xcx so i'm so Whoa. glad that this girl is getting the recognition that she deserves yeah it was super good so good you know like um journey like how like the leader was like uh-huh. replaced with like a filipino yeah i forgot his name Ar- arnold Pineda. Bine- yeah. yeah arnold he was like oh yeah i practiced so much like trying to like sing <laughs> to like imitate like the previous leader oh but i think he's really doing like, a good, a good no job. he is good i didn't even know that like there was another one besides <laughs> him to be quite honest oh my god and leia salonga like, I think she, like, made us, like, so well-known for being singers mm-hmm. because right. she was, like, mm-hmm. move on, like, Broadway. Like, yeah. she came from the Philippines to America because she had, like, such a beautiful voice. Like mm-hmm. Right. And, like, even, like, non-Asian people are, like, so... They know her talent. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, mm-hmm. a legend in, like, Broadway and, like, Disney. She was two, like, Disney princesses. Like, mm-hmm. she really paved the way wow. for, like, a lot of That's other crazy. Filipino artists. Um, who else? Oh, Oh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> do we knowing him? We do be knowing him. You know, Silk Sonic. Mars is so good. Pull up to our next so event. Actually, this is going to be posted after oh God, anything with Puso. All of Silk but... Sonic, too. Right. Anderson Park is like half Korean. Korean. Oh. Yeah, crazy. We're really, crazy. We're really getting some good dancers, dancer too. Dominic oh Vigar, guys. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good names. Mitski is also another <gasps> person. <gasps> Who has been getting a lot of is spotlight? She from, like, the TikTok, like she has like a lot of. She sound. has She's a lot so of sounds good. on TikTok. Yeah. I remember every time I heard a sound, I would like look at it, and it was like Mitski. Yeah, I know. She is getting so much, so much attention from TikTok. Well deserved attention. Yeah, facts. Very talented. Um, In terms of other Asian artists, Tiffany Day. Oh Ari yeah. Nuna. Um, like, oh my gosh, I really. We should make a whole playlist. Yeah, we'll make a playlist. But, um, so how do you guys think American music, specifically, I guess, Asian American music, compares to international music? Like, I guess, um, like, the music oh, from, like, Asia, oh. made by, like, people who are born and raised mm-hmm. in Asia. I mean, like, if I were to say for, like, <laughs> South Asia, like, mm-hmm. India and Bangladesh and stuff like that, I feel like, you know how they have, like, competitions, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's so different. When you, like, these children are, like, what, like, 10, 11, 12, the same way, like, you see, like, Korean training camps, like, it's, like, really heavy in terms of singing in, like, South Asia, and, like, when you hear them, you're, like, oh, okay, because, like, you know how, like, a lot of people can get famous in America beyond just become being a singer if you're, like, pretty, if you're, like, an influencer, that helps a lot, like, a lot of them, like, I don't know, they have to, like, go through, like, training, like, so much training, and they're, like, doing, like, runs, like, 15 runs per minute, and you're, like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. like, how are they so talented, and, like, you know, if they were here, like, they would do so well. Like, I have my this aunt of mine, right? She never sang professionally, but she literally sings. Like, one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. And I've always thought, like, if she was in America, her life would be so much more different. If Because she, 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 like, wow. loves singing. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like every other country besides America, they're so much more, like, I don't know, harsher with when it comes to, like, entertainment, yeah. right? To get famous, you need to be, like, really good. I think it's because, like, with, a, like, as Americans, like, our life is so much easier. Yeah. Like, we don't have to worry much about, like, having a job, like, working mm-hmm. to, like, provide for our family. Like, our family is, like, provides for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, we have more freedom to do that stuff. Yeah. Or, like, have free time to just, like, post stuff on TikTok and, like, yeah. possibly go viral, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, in the Philippines, like, you know those shows, like, um, 
I don't know which ones that have like the competitions where like they like pick them out from like anywhere and they like I'm not thinking of like any specific competition but it's so much harder for them mm-hmm. to like get recognized because they may be from like oh uh, like I guess like poorer backgrounds but like like there's a lot of talented people I'm not so saying that they aren't here but like it's just like when they like to sing it's like you know they love to sing yeah, I know what you mean. or dance or like entertain mm-hmm. And, like, when they're, like, pulled out randomly, you would expect them to be, like, average singers. But some of them are so naturally talented, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's like they were just born to be, like, singers. And you just think, like, damn, that's, like, they're so talented. If they were here, it would be so much better Mm -hmm. for them in terms of opportunity. Yeah, for the Philippines, um, I just thought of, like, what you were saying about, like, how, like, they pulled them out of places. Like... There's, like, auditions for certain reality shows that, like, Mm. so many people, like, go to to, like, get their break or, like, possibly get on the show. Um, And, like, that makes me think of um, Alona Garcia. She used to live in Australia, but she ended up going to, like, one of the auditions while she was visiting family or something. And then she was able to go on the Big Brother reality TV show Mm. in the Philippines. And that's where she, like started to get known and like people started to be like oh like she's really talented and then like later after that reality show she got like signed with like Mm. records in the philippines and now like look at her she's like getting recognized in america it's crazy i will always go back to those tiktoks of those random people in the philippines i'm like these are just random people imagine like no, some of them are literally dancing in the streets and then so they go like, they go and they're so good. And they look so good. I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, get them like a job or something. Like back, <laughs> yeah. like back up for Beyonce or something. Like get them somewhere. But yeah, um, I think that's all for music unless we have any. Anyways, yeah, let's transition to other types of media such as shows, movies, just like Asian representation in media overall. So, um, how do you guys think international TV shows compare to American TV shows? Drama. I mean, there's so much drama, like, from Bollywood. In terms of TV shows. Like, I think Filipino dramas are, like, so dramatic. It's so incredibly high for no reason. Yeah. And they all follow, like, the specific formula of, like, someone switched up birth, someone, like, get a DNA test, or, like... Weird ones, too, because there was this show called Agua Bendita. I love that show! <laughs> but it freaked me out! And it was, like, right, there were twins. Wait, ex- yeah, explain the premise, so... so there, were, there, was this, there were these two girls, right? There were twins, but one of them was literally just straight up made out of water. And then I think oh. at one point... They called Agua. At one point, <laughs> one of them, the one who wasn't water was cursed with the water she? and then the one who was water became like an actual human and so didn't questions. swap identities. Wait, I thought, I thought Agua Bendita is like <laughs> one of them was made out of water. She was like blue, but yeah. it was supposed to be water. And the other one was like like made out of like dirty water, wasn't she? Wait, no, I swear. I thought one was just human. Oh, wait, maybe Gosh. you're right. Maybe I'm thinking about a different one. Uh, <laughs> wait, I have a question. She was made out of water, so did she like, was she able to do like regular things or was she like I always in water? She had no... weird memory of her. I'm pretty sure she had no like powers. Wow. It's just she was made out she of was brain. Behind this is creative. Oh my god! <laughs> director is creative. No, they're li- okay. No, you're right. She was. <laughs> I think she was. An- this is what she looked like when she was older. I wish I could attach a she's picture. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, yeah, but 
she was made out oh, of water. Not that it's almost romantic. I don't know Are what the water life. Is it just like I think water? they're twins. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what the premise of the <laughs> show was, but yeah. Okay, romantic fantasy drama television series based on the Liwaiwai comics comic book series of the same name. Uh, okay, wait. Someone give me a summary. Yeah, I wish I knew. Plot. Marcial oh. and Mercedes are a young married couple living in Cebu who pray for children of their own but have none. After five years, Mercedes becomes pregnant but is diagnosed with a heart defect, making her pregnancy high risk. Marcial went to the church praying for guidance while in church, Griselda Barameda had an epileptic seizure and Marcial, a doctor, brought her to his clinic. Resting in his clinic, Griselda <laughs> told Marcial of Father Guido, her uncle, who was a priest in her hometown. Okay, okay. The, the, next paragraph, the next paragraph. The next paragraph. Months later, while at the church, Mercedes felt com- extremely thirsty and stole the jar of agua bendita, which is holy water. Oh. Afterwards, she craved agua bendita. Marcial learned Mercedes was carrying twins, one of whom inherited Mercedes' heart condition. Marcial prayed to God for help with his wife's desire for stolen agua bendita. One day, a group of men rush a weakened old man into Marcial's clinic, Father Guido. Marcial later dreamt of the late Father Guido who told him that if he would not ask for Criselda's forgiveness there will be consequence to his stealing Marcial kept his dream from Criselda but one of the daughters was sealed Agua, the younger sister, was born in water form born in water form (laughs) and if I remember correctly it's like that like common theme of like the okay so in like Filipino like um, like De La like it's always like the one who's deemed like the pretty one is always mm-hmm. the mean one mm-hmm. and the one who's not pretty is always one who gets like abused by the other sibling yeah. and is like, mm-hmm. like bullied Cinderella. that's like a trope yeah it's a trope like, ends okay, up being like like the better one in the end like yeah, yeah. but and also filipino dramas like we have like love teams when it comes to romance mm-hmm. so like basically love teams are like two two people an actor and an actress normally get paired together and they're like they basically are contracted together yeah. and they um, act in the same like movies and they're normally like boyfriend and girlfriend in those movies um, like an example would be like um, she was a he was a gangster or something oh like she Danielle. fell in love with a gangster what's the name of that she's the, she's dating the gangster she's dating the gangster and what's it's like I forgot their names. Was it? But I know of love teams. Like, I know, like, Vanessa Longa and John Lloyd were, like, paired for a while. There was that an old but one. then they broke up. Yeah. Um, so, they, are they, they're oh, they're too. dating. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it's, like, they're contracted and then they start dating. So, yeah, there like, was a lot. Not, always in a because, like, they're always, like, working together. Yeah, and they're, like, yeah. always seeing each other. So in, like, a romantic like, way. It's, like, too. real to real. Like. Right. So, like, back in the day, there was this one show, my favorite. It was called Walang Hangan. <laughs> Such a good show. What was it about? So, okay, so... Oh, this is another one that's, like, oh, kind of crazy. So, I'll give it a short synopsis. So, it was, like, basically... I think... Okay, so there's this one... I don't know their names, but there's Coco Martin and there's Julia Montez. And they're, like, childhood friends. But I think she is, like, betrothed to someone else. Or, like, I don't know. She, she gets rich. She becomes rich or something. I could be doing this so wrong, no, okay, by the so way. No, okay, so Coco Martin's mother and then Julia's father, they were in love yes. when they were kids. But they didn't get married. So they went their separate ways and had Coco Martin and Julia. And then they somehow reunite because of the ring. Oh yes, because of the ring. <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about. It's like, yeah, they had like a ring when they were kids, and like the parents. Oh, oh. yes, the parents. Wait, you explain it because I don't the remember. Parents had the ring, and 
then for some reason one of the kids found it and then the kids met each other and then um, the parents were, like saw each other and they were like oh snap but the thing is like i don't think coco martin had a dad figure i don't think so either because he became like a like a working boy like yeah. he became like he worked for like the rich families and i think that's why they became friends because she was rich and he was working for her, and they would, like, be besties, and then they grew up. And then they found out that their parents were in love with each other when they were younger, because the parents obviously had to realize <laughs> They, they found out they were siblings. I was like, no, what? but that was, like, part of the storyline. Oh. Like, are they, so are they, they were, like, together, like, and it was, like, so it's, like, she had a boyfriend, but then it was, like, no, we love each other, mm-hmm. and then they... They again with the DNA test, they like altered the DNA test to say that they were siblings. So they were like, No, we can't be together. So then she went back to the other guy. But he was abusive. And he was terrible. Toxic. Toxic. He literally, like, when. Okay, so her character's name, Julia's character's name was Katarina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Montenegro? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Katarina didn't like Nathan, her boyfriend. Oh, I don't even remember his name. So Katarina, like. Obviously, like, broke ties with Nathan. But Nathan was so, like, heartbroken over it because he really liked this, like, idea of, like, power. Also, I think Nathan's sister and Katarina's brother had a thing for each other. Am I crazy? Call me crazy. I don't remember that. Nathan, at one point, he was, he, like, got incredibly drunk, hired a prostitute, and told the prostitute... So much is happening right now. That, okay, so while he was having intercourse with the prostitute, he had the prostitute roleplay as... Ew. Oh, no. And then, oh, no. at some point, because he's so mentally, like, gone, he beats the prostitute, like, to a pulp. And then the, as he drives off and leaves, because he's like, you betrayed me. Like, you you really don't love me. You fooled me. Like, fighting her as if she's actually Katarina, but she's not. So then when he finally leaves, I remember the prostitute, like, remembers and memorizes his license plate. Because she's like, I hate you. Yeah, because, like, she literally, like, she was, like, not even Katarina. Like, she was yeah. a part of this. Like, she was just so trying to get her bag. Exactly. No. Dang. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. I, I think he ends up, I feel like they always end up dying at the end, like, the mm-hmm. villain. He probably died. But I remember, like, okay, period. I remember, <laughs> like, they did end up being together at the end. Okay. Like, um, Katarina and whatever his name is. But my point is that, like, Dan- yeah, 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 Danielle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what happened is, like, those two, like, um, Julia Montez and Coco Martin, like, they are a famous love team, too. Mm. But the the controversy was that, like, while they were filming the show, she was, like, not even 18 yet. And he was, like, well into his, like, late 20s, like, maybe even 30s. And they were like, no, they can't kiss on scene because it's not allowed. But now they have a kid together. And I was like, that's literally crazy because, like, like sometimes like yeah i mean but in my head i was like (laughs) like the (laughs) the parents in that show like i forgot what their name is i know one is like don Luetta and the other one i don't i forgot his name but they were a love team like in real life like when Mm. they were younger but like they never ended up together like they went in like their separate ways and like Mm. ended up marrying their other people but they have a kid together like i don't know if they're together but either way i was like that's kind of crazy that they have a kid but yeah, no. other love teams. I mean, I, I said this before, but John Lloyd, right? He was paired with Bayes Alonso. Then he was paired with uh, Tony Gonzaga. Uh-huh. Then he was paired with Sarah Geronimo at one point. He was paired with like, a lot they, of people. They switched that man. There's like newer people. love teams with, um, what's her name? Andrea, the, the one with the eyebrows. Yes, Andrea. She was in. Eyebrows. Her eyebrows are so nice. Her show, she was in the one where like, 
she had like a birthmark and they did not like her oh because God. of that. Boy's <laughs> face right now. Wait. <laughs> Dang, one Wait, made out I of think... water, one got a birthmark. Andrea Filipina. I can't even say anything because y'all know that clip of that girl dying because of the curtain she rolled. <laughs> so like, I love that. Let's video. not even get into that. Andrea, because, <laughs> Andrea Briantes is her name, but I don't know whose love team she is. I'm not like really caught up on like the yeah, newer yeah, ones. Yeah, I don't really know. Her. Okay, Can I see so her? There's a, this these is are her. Some of the love oh, it's Annalisa. Great. Annalisa. Oh, oh my gosh, I can't. There's Catherine Bernardo and Daniel Fidia. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now I remember. They are together, and they're so. I think they were like prime, like love team, like this generation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oh, Leia Salonga and Aga Muga. Oh yes. Oh, I didn't know they were a long time ago. That's crazy. Long time ago. Guys, like eight-year-old me had a crush on him. It was kind (laughs) of awkward. It was fifty-year-old man. Um. Oh, there was also like. Older Telesetti is like Kim Chu and like and Kim and Zian so Lim pretty. and 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 um what's his name? He's so he's so fine. <laughs> Respectfully. Wait, wait, wait. Kim Chu used to be with Gerald. Oh, him too. Yeah. So it was like Kim Chu and Gerald Anderson. Anderson. Then <laughs> Kim Chu and Zian Lim and then what's his name? He's a swimmer. And Chung Di. Oh my God, he was so fine. Moya, let me show you these pictures Katrina of this movie. Got, she's the director. I, I used to watch this like every... I wish to. Yeah, bro. But Insert guys, picture. if you're actually, if you're Insert listening to this right picture. now, like, look it up. But, yeah. Spell it for the people. Spell the name. I don't even know. Okay. She'll get back <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, no, sound it out. <laughs> and Chung Di and Kim Chu. Oh, also, like, oh, like. Oh, Tony be- Gonzaga was with Sam Milby for a long time. That's weird. I don't know why that's like weird in my head. Why? I don't picture them being together. Oh wait, no, they actually dated. Though. Yeah. Oh wait, I remember. There was also "Be Careful with My Heart." What's her name? Oh my God! Yeah, her and Papa Chen. Her and Sir Chief, Sir Chief, Sir Chief. I called her. Papa, I called him Papa Chen because that was who he was in yeah. my Vanilla Girl. Oh my gosh. Is Wait. this Kim Chu? Oh, that's Kim Chu. Bro, this girl looks like she's made out of. Oh my gosh, I she's know. so pretty. And that's Dian Lim. He's. There's oh, he's so fun. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Guys, are they together now? I don't think so. Actually, I don't know. They're so cute. Her and Zian. Oh, I don't know. Oh. And he's so fun. She's on the <laughs> now. Let's, let's find out. Can't you? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know Liza Savarino and Enrique Gale are together. Oh, so and Kat Neal are together. In, in real life. life. Yes. I don't know. Do you think Kat Neal is in are, they They broke up like a while ago. Mm. Wait, Liza and Enrique, and um, well, Enrique are like together, together. So cute. Yeah, I think so. Damn. Everybody look at this That's picture crazy. and cry because. Oh my gosh! Yeah. No, they're so cute. Who was M Curtis with? Was she <gasps> the same movie? She and was. Curtis. She was. She was. Oh my god. She was. They swap people. They they do. They it's like they swap the girl. They though. swap whoever oh, they like think. Oh, in the serial. I mean, in the drama. <laughs> Indian cereal. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I was like, right. No, 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 no. No, yeah, they do. You guys were like silent. I was like, oh, they don't do that. <laughs> no, they, they, they do it, swap. They, they do. Like yeah. Oh. So, like, they're telling about cereal. Katrina was like, what cereal? Because, like, I knew. I was like, wait. I was like, clarify, oh, please. <laughs> so, they do swap characters. Like, they the do. Actress, yeah. They do. Yeah. That's us. All I time. think we're like, we noticed. They find out who is, like, I guess, the 
will make them the most money, I think. Because oh. Katniel like made them a lot oh my God. of money. Katniel, you know, Liz, Liz, Liz and um, Liz Quinn. Liz Quinn. Oh, that's what it. Yeah. You know, like Katniel made a lot of money because they went abroad to film a movie. Yeah. I was like, that's oh crazy. God, that's crazy. That's literally crazy. No, but JD went abroad too to film on the wings of love. They went oh, to Queens. Yeah. They went to Queens because oh my God. because the whole story, the whole story was was um um so the girl figure I forgot her name in the in the thing. I don't remember. Okay, so anyway, Nadine, the actress, she but her character went to New York um to like provide for her family because she ended up being the breadwinner, and then she met James Reed his character uh-huh. in Queens or something and then he was a jerk like any other drama but mm-hmm. then they slowly start to fall in oh, love and then they slowly start to like move in together and then um, she's getting she wants to get a green card and she like has no idea what to do so they end up marrying each other and then they're not even really together yet but because they're mar- married to each other and live in the same house they start to fall in love with each other oh my gosh and then there's like this whole scene where the camera goes around and around in them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like kissing in the middle and like it's such like a romantic kiss. Uh, I forgot. Like literally like so kilig. Like kilig yeah. means like um on cloud nine. Like it makes like you feels. Love. It gives you feels of like watching someone not being like, oh, that's yeah, so cute. Yeah, like, oh. that's so cute. Or that like that's so mm-hmm. romantic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, the feeling yeah. of like oh, there's a word for why is that so cute? Yeah, there's it's a word for that. So good. But on the wings of love, like I, that's like the only one, like only teleserie that I really, really watched. Mm. Like I was dedicated to that show. Oh my god, I watched <gasps> Angel Look Scene, right? Do you know her? Yes, I do. Oh, she she was with the whole bunch. Of, I think she was with Sam Milby. Sam Milby too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because she was. And Biola. Wait, no, is she, is she too old? Was she too with P- No, wait, she had to have been with Piola Pasquale. Hold on. My mom was in love with Pio. Oh my god, isn't his son Inigo? Inigo. He is so fine. <laughs> Give me a name. Give me a name. No, wait, Inigo. wait. He's also, he also sings, right? Yes, he does. And he's actually good. Yeah, like, he's good. He's good. Oh my god, he came to America, didn't he? Oh yeah, oh, he does it like, I'm pretty sure. He's so California. He is quite good oh. looking. Luis to the Philippines I go. Wait, yeah, to the Philippines. Luis, yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, yes, him. Nice. I'm pretty sure like his nickname is like Lucky. Like his mom calls him Lucky. She was a pretty in a movie. Love me again. Love me again. Oh god. They're on a horse. This is like you're drawing it out of my memory. Like yeah. it's a little like wow. Oh wait. Well. That was a lot for love teams. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously have a we lot of strong feelings about um, Filipino and Asian um, shows and movies and love teams. Um, how do we think American TV is different to these? Oh my god, American TV is so like quick to like go into like kissing yeah. and like sex. Like, why is there no build up? Why is there no romantic build up? Yeah. Like, oh, no, continue. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think Asian dramas like literally make me like a hopeless romantic like mm-hmm. before I started like mm-hmm. before I started dating like I was literally like oh my god I can't date anyone if like they're not like if they don't treat me right like, yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. bare minimum yeah. <laughs> treat me right <laughs> okay oh yeah so I was saying like that's like a, I agree like American TV shows go so fast into the romance but you know what's on the opposite opposite side of the spectrum not even Korean shows no no India with its repressed sexuality, they don't even look at each other. And I'm like, when is this ever gonna happen? It's like the tropes are so like made in like the 
100 BC. Wow. Like, it's like a mother-in-law, and she's like a wife, and the mother-in-law hates the wife, but the wife's, I don't know, the husband is nice, and they're like, they're like, like, the romance is like, like not even walking away. I'm like, oh, it's like longing for like oh, not yeah. e- not even longing. It's just like it's like longing, but it's like it's like yearning. when he does something nice for you, you know. It's like Bare acts minimum. of service. It's all acts of service. Oh. It's never like explicit, like you know. But it's like oh, while she's not looking, like I cut up fruits for her and then I put them <laughs> on the bedside table, oh my God. which is so, cute. But like why I need is that more. So motherly, like yeah. right? Wow. Like I'm like what? That like I feel like that's a lot to do with like how people. It's kind of like parents, like our parents, I Mm -hmm, guess. mm -hmm. Like, a lot of parents, like, didn't really experience, like, the same kind of outwardly love that, like, we experienced from our parents. I mean, like, I think Filipino dramas are, like, they're kind of getting more, like, how you say? Modernized. Not kind of, yeah, where they're being more, like, outwardly showy. But, Mm -hmm. like, that makes sense. I think it's, like, every country, really. Because America is showing off everything. They literally literally show everything. Like, the first time someone kissed in a Bollywood movie, we were all, like, shocked. But now they're, like, making out and stuff. And we're like, wow. This has never oh happened God, like, before. K-dramas in, like, 2008, like, there was, like, no tongue at all. It was just, like, <laughs> it's just, like a peck. And then Tenzin <laughs> showed me this one scene. I don't know if it was, like, it's a K-drama. It's, like, Guardian or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. But they're, like, making out. And I was just like, no, some of those makeup scenes are hot. Like, oh, wow. I know, right? It's like, what? where'd you learn this from? Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the American, no. <laughs> They're learning from us. So, yeah, that's great. I guess, like, every single culture has, like, their, like, things we like about them. Like, for mm-hmm. example, what you said about, like, the, about the yearning in, like, K-dramas. And then, I don't know what's good about the American dramas. What do you guys think is good about American dramas compared to Asian dramas? I think some of them are, like, less cringy. Yeah. Sometimes Asian dramas can just mm-hmm. be too cringy. <laughs> I also feel like they have more interesting plots. Like, you know how it repeats a lot in, like, mm-hmm. other... But some some of them are, like, super creative. I feel like there's a lot more kind of plot differences. Yeah, I think in America, like, film in general is emphasized so much as, like, an art form. Yeah. Not right. Not in, like, other countries. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. classic movies. Like, classic yeah. movies are known, like, around the world. Yeah. Like, exactly. Breakfast at Tiffany. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. Right? Titanic. Like, Hollywood yeah. is a whole thing yeah. here and all around the world now. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think... The action, the way that Americans do action movies are, is really good. Yeah. Like Marvel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely. sorry, but when someone's punched in an indie movie, they, like, fly thousands, <laughs> of, <laughs> thousands of feet into the curtain. It's <laughs> so good. It's so Literally. unique, though. I mean, it's also because, like, I guess we have more access and to, like, technology. new technology. Because so if, you, if you look yeah. at, like, the CGI and, like, like for example like i know there's this one tfc show from like years ago called like once upon a time uh-huh. and like it was like a whole bunch of like mystical like fantastical creatures and like it was so badly edited but like in like i guess like american culture more re- westernized like media like you can't even tell what's real or not anymore mm-hmm. it's like kind of crazy mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of like they have, unique. Like, drones and everything to like project like mm-hmm. what they want us to see, or like sometimes like the green screens and everything. Like it's just the technology has like like evolved so much, um, and I think also in American TV shows, they're they have so much soap opera. Like like what's it called? 
the the morning show like the day in the daytime morning. television yeah daytime television but i forgot there's like a specific one gma like wait is that what you mean gma is in like good morning Mario america oh yeah not like the, no, the filipino not the one not, not the filipino that. one daytime morning show oh you mean like the day of, like, days of our lives oh oh on like mbc or something like they oh. always play that or like there's like I don't know. I don't even like that show. SVU, like Law and Order. Oh, yeah. Our crime shows are really good. Yeah, there's a lot of topics that, like, I guess, like, non-American media, like, doesn't touch upon, which is, like, kind of cool for us, I guess, that we're, like, exploring that more. But, Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about the Asian representation in media recently? Swagapinos. Uh-huh. <laughs> Swagapinos are making their comeback, guys, if you didn't know. But also, there's also, like, how, like, the idea of, like, how Filipino boys are, like, fuckboys. Yeah. That and stereotype. Bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a reason why, but, like, Wait, again... In media, on like TikTok. Oh, you're not on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Elise, Elise is not on TikTok. But like, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it's always like it's always like the Bay Area Filipinos yeah. that are like, if you see this run, the ones that have like the perms. Well, <laughs> perm. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's kind of funny how like, I guess Filipinos like especially have become more like, mainstream. Like, yeah, yeah. B- mainstream. Because like, I remember when I was growing up. No one knew what Philippines, yeah, what the Philippines like, was. Oh, yeah. They were like, is that like in Korea? <laughs> like, right? I was like, no, do you know your geography? They're, they're like, you're not Asian, you're Filipino. I'm like, bro, <laughs> well, do you even know what that means? But now everybody knows what a Filipino is. Like everybody, like there's so many more Filipino figures to like look up to like now. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because like we didn't have that like, when we were younger, even us. Um, they would be like, oh, like, why aren't your eyes, like, oh, like, smaller like most Asians? <laughs> I was oh. like, what? <laughs> oh. Because we have bigger eyes. Yeah, because we naturally have wider eyes because of, like, Spaniards and, like, the English blood mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, we're Islanders. Yeah. Like, uh, South Asia and, like, East Asia is, like, completely mm-hmm. different, I think. Like, mm-hmm. we're darker, we have bigger eyes. Yeah. yeah. We also have, like, different facial structures, too. Mm-hmm. But like we're all pulled into one collective term. But like honestly, yeah. Filipinos, I think a lot of us do have small nose bridges. Like I think that's like mm. safe to say. <laughs> yeah, it's just like crazy because like I guess like seeing like not that like this is like Filipino or Asian, but like movies like Encanto. Oh yeah. Like it's like, it's like Spanish, but it still brings like that aspect of like that Filipino culture. Right. Like we still feel represented like especially in movies like Moana, Raya, like we feel like Southeast Asians are finally being represented in media. Right, yeah. I think it also has to do with like what while cultures might be different, there's always something that's like shared. similar. Yeah. So like the familial values in all those movies, mm-hmm. like we can heavily relate because like I don't like when I watch Coco, I like bald my Oh my god. Oh gosh. <laughs> when, Coco. when she finally remembered her father. Oh mom. my god. <laughs> and she spoke it's like when I was younger. <laughs> For me, it's like when they start singing together, when he's singing, and she joins in, remember me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> oh, but, um, 
but there's also like besides like the whole like filipino values being similar to like a lot of other cultures values and like being shown more in the media there's always like you know the stereotype of like asian men being like deemed as like feminine by like oh, yeah, by like, of, like society yeah but, but like, like i think they still look good like i don't know why like western standards are so like oh cheekbones like facial hair like i think it's nice to have like femininity and masculinity right yeah and there's also been more like movies i guess shown to like um i guess like american culture like a part of american culture where like it's proven wrong that like obviously like we're not just like we don't all look the same like for example like shang chi you know Mm -hmm. simu lu like he is like a big like up and coming i mean like he's been around for a long time but like that is like the first exposure that a lot of people have seen to like a completely like asian cast and like they see like asian people look all cool and stuff and they're like wow like this is really different from like the way like we viewed asian people before standards like i heard like some people don't like asian people or in china like don't think he's hot like really yeah but i guess like given like western standards i think like he looks good like yeah that's a good he like he fits he does western standard of like what should be attractive but in when he goes to when like like, I guess in Asia, like, because the different standards, like, he's not on top, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to see because, like, I guess Asian standards is always like, oh, fair skin, like, no matter whether you're male or female, fair skin, clean, um, clean, yeah. Yeah. There's also crazy rich Asians. Was, I think I think that was like the biggest. That was that was so that big was like for Asian representation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause we the Filipinos even got Chris Aquino in there. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I was like, hello, <laughs> how much money did they spend for her? Like, that was crazy. Yeah, and it broke a lot of like stereotypes. A lot of people like thought about Asian people. Like the whole like. I guess like money over love type thing or like you know blood over water I mean did he really at the end did he choose <laughs> did he choose her yeah, or did he, he choose them yeah so he yeah he yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm that was crazy I will say when Crazy Rich Asians came out <laughs> my school in high school, my high school was pretty white mm-hmm. so a lot of my like swim because I would talk about it with my uh swim team and also, people would be like, oh my god, Henry Golden can do everything to me. Oh. I was like, you would, you would not have said this, like, last year. Yeah, like, right? Like, I think because we're getting more exposure, like, everyone's, like, starting to, like, notice that we're attractive people. Right? Like, also, some of, some people have too much yellow fever. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, acceptance or if it's trying it's to It's, like, obsession. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really hard. And especially, like... I don't know if this is a controversial topic, but like Wajians, <laughs> I don't know if Wajians are controversial, but low key. Cause like, let me just like point something out. Like, I don't know, I haven't watched Miss Universe in like a few, like last year I didn't watch, or this year, whenever they had it. But like, we've won Miss Universe like twice in the past 10 years, like Pia mm-hmm. Wurzbach and like Katrina Gray. Oh, yeah. And like, they're both like half white. Yeah, and also, love like, that. A lot of like famous actresses and actors or the people that are up and coming in the Philippines happen to be like half. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I'm so glad that like we are getting like Asian people are getting exposure in like Western media or whatever. But like, it's also like, what are like the non yeah. non Western featured people gonna be like? That's a good point. Right. Like, people becoming famous because of their Western features. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have to go into this transition of like being so Westernized mm-hmm. to like half Westernized to mm-hmm. like purely like international. Yeah. It's almost like a lot of people like it's also like the Vanessa Hudgens like Olivia Rodrigo effect where like like not that like they're any less Filipino because of like they're half white or whatever but it's also like people don't see them as Filipino because they're Asian. People see like Olivia Rodrigo as if she's still white. White. Right. It's either white or just racially ambiguous. Yeah, (laughs) and because like they both played like I mean I don't know about like. Olivia Rodrigo's, like, character in, like, High School Musical, yeah, like, the, the, the series, like, but, like, Vanessa Hudgens played, like, a, like, a Latinx, like, yeah, she played character. A Latina. Yeah, so. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo was, uh, hold on, wait, I watched this. Were her mom's lesbians? I don't know. Were they? Know That's kind of Olivia. iconic. But I think one of them very much was, you know, call me crazy. I think she said Lola once, but I might be, um, oh, oh my god, wait. Spider-Man. I knew it. Yes, Spider-Man. yes. Let's talk about Spider-Man. The representation of the Lola. She Crazy. was like, "Get those spider webs up in the ceiling." In the Guys, corner, okay? I was Me laughing my, my ass off in the in the movie theater. I was like, "Yeah, I get oh, it." The only one. Yeah, no. literally. I was watching it with Marco, and I was like, literally laughing in my own like seat because no one, no one else <laughs> understood. Even with like the su- the subtitles, don't do it justice. Like, no, oh wait, no, there weren't even any subtitles. No, 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 there was, wasn't. Um, um, Ned was just translating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my you had the words up. I loved that. Yeah, and I was laughing. I was like, oh yeah. It's like I get it. <laughs> I was like, and my boyfriend was like, what is she saying? I was like, yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you what, you sh- what she's saying because she's speaking in Tagalog. Like, yeah, like a lot of people don't know, but she is like. like I was like, stop looking at me. Like, let me laugh on my own like accord. <laughs> yeah. And the way that like, he didn't say grandma, he said Lola. He said Lola. Lola. And the way. They were like, bye, Ned, Lola. I was like, wow. I really hope there's more Filipino representation for superheroes and super, right? like, women in the future. Like, the fact that that was such a big deal to us, like, it goes to show, like, how much more representation we need and, like, how, you know, mm-hmm. how important that is to people. Even in, like, children's media, too, because I don't know if you guys saw, but Cartoon Network, the show Craig of the Creek, he, like, visited his friend's house and... Um, she warned him, she was like, okay, listen, Craig, like, we're gonna come in, and you're gonna see my Lola, but you gotta bless her. Wow. And then, yeah, and then she was like, but she also only speaks Visaya, so, like, <laughs> just, like, be chill about it, and so he came in, he blessed her, which was so cute, and then they had, like, a whole scene talking about, like, dinner and what the food was specifically, mm-hmm. and I think in Steven Universe, Lars, everyone thinks he's Filipino, and I also think he's Filipino, uh- he doesn't want Filipino. But he, like, they had a whole sequence of, like, making an Uber roll, which is crazy. Because, like, it wasn't, like, it was very, like, casual representation, but it was mm-hmm. it, it was subtle, but it was, like, effective, I think. Wow. Because, like, I, Cartoon Network is, tra- is very much uh, progressive, on the progressive mm-hmm. side yeah. of uh, kids' media. Because there's a lot more representation. Um, it's more for, like, preteens. <laughs> yeah, like, preteens and, like, kids. Well, yeah, yeah, preteens, well, yeah, because it's a kid show, but then preteens and then older people. I think, I feel like kids shows resonate a lot. This is a completely different topic, but I think kids shows, like, resonate a lot with the LGBTQ community. I 
Agree. You know what? It's like I feel like, especially yeah, Cartoon Network. They're trying to like integrate it more, which is like great. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, where was that when we were younger? Like we're trying to, because you know, at least like we're getting more representation like in all aspects. Um, but when you were mentioning like kids shows, I li- immediately thought of Blue's Clues. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. The, like one of the episodes has Lola actually came. Oh, yeah. And I was like, damn. I haven't watched it, but I saw the she clip on YouTube. Yeah. I'm subscribed on YouTube. They're like, really? they're like, oh, my Lola is here with something. Yeah. <laughs> that is so precious. And like child me would have cried, I think. Oh, yes. I would have been like, oh my God, I have one of those. That's literally crazy. <laughs> I have a Lola. Yeah, I call her Lola. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining our podcast. Um, thank you to Elise, Amira, and Moy, who unfortunately had to leave. Um, and yeah, hopefully you enjoyed our discussion about entertainment and media within the Asian community. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.